Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award-winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and Mata. Welcome to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert. And I'm Mata. And uh, hello. I think we're going to hopefully, Mata, dissipate some confusion uh, and open some new doors on this uh, somewhat contentious topic called sex. I think this is going to be an interesting show. It is. <laughs> is it good for you? Is it bad for you? I think it was uh, Woody Allen who once uh, said, love is the answer, but while you are waiting for the answer, sex raises some pretty good questions. In one way or another, it's uh, been in the headlines this past week, and I, I think to get the ball rolling here, because the, the, the topic of today's show is uh, a mystic's point of view of sex. And before I guess maybe in, in, in terms of uh, helping to understand what is a mystic's point of view of sex, we have to define what a mystic is, and that's something that we really haven't touched upon on this show. So on that note, I'll ask you, Mata, uh, considering you are the modern-day mystic, what is a mystic? Well, mystic is someone who looks at uh, both the polarities of life, and observes the polarities without being identified with either side. In other words, what we normally would uh, determine as, or uh, are conditioned to believe or think as good or bad, uh, the mystic will never think in those terms. And interestingly enough, our topic, is sex good or bad for you, was actually a trick question here, because a mystic would look at every situation from all angles, just like a scientist would look at uh, whatever they want to discover on the outside in the world, they would observe without being identified. The mystic will be observing the inner world. So a mystic is someone who is a scientist of the inner. And being a scientist of the inner, then you simply observe your body, you observe your emotions, you observe your thoughts, you observe the, the contradictory nature of life. And as a result of that observation, you start to understand that life works in duality, that there's a flow to life, there's a wave that would come uh, up and then it will go down. There's the, the low tide and a high tide. And a mystic would be someone who will not really be affected by the low tide and a high tide in a way that a normal person will get affected because the moment you are on a high tide, you totally forget about the low. And when you're in the low, you forget about the high. So a mystic will be someone who 
when they're experiencing the high, they know that the low is around the corner, and therefore, the low, when it comes, it does not really affect you. So, in short, a mystic is a scientist of the inner. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, in your case, you're probably a master of the inner, uh, much more than a scientist. But uh, on that note, perhaps a personal question. Does a mystic have sex? <laughs> Does the mystic have a body? Uh, this, you, know, you do. <laughs> that, so that's your answer. Because body is created. We all have a body. We all come through sex. We all experience the body equally. In, in other words, the body has a certain language. God or existence created the body for many reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is to procreate life. Another reason is to give us a vehicle through which we can actually transform our energy from unconsciousness into consciousness. So the body is like a chamber. So with, with whatever the body is uh, designed to do, our sexuality is part of it. And a mystic is someone who does not deny anything. The mystic is someone who experiences everything, like I said, as an observer and as someone who does not have any beliefs or dogmas, um, does not have any preconceived ideas and does not have any inhibitions. So in order to actually become a mystic, and everybody has that potential, it's everybody's ultimately journey will lead to a place of mysticism because once you start exploring yourself, once you start accepting yourself and start to peel away all the layers of the uh, uh, inhibitions and conditionings and the programs, you'll come to the place of recognizing that the whole life, life itself and the universe itself is a one big mystery. So yes, the mystic has a body and the mystic experiences their body and probably the mystic experiences sex in, the, in its fullest. In other words, you experience your sexuality with full awareness. You don't fall into the unconsciousness. Normally what happens when, when we start experiencing our sexuality in puberty, etc., we the body is so strong, or that sexual impulse is so strong that we suddenly fall into complete unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. So, with the with the mystical viewpoint, the way you experience your sexuality, you experience your whole body. So, the difference will be not only experiencing sex in a local sort of small area of the body, but experiencing the energy in your entire body. This is the, the basic principle of Tantra. And Tantra basically means moving from sex into superconsciousness. Right. I, I, what I'm hearing you say is, you know, I, I was expecting a lot of woo-woo uh, because when somebody says mystic, you know, you think woo-woo. But what I'm hearing from you is a real down-to-earth practicality and I don't I guess the frustration or the realization and I'm speaking about myself is sex is for a lot of people including myself 
something that's in the head. I come by this honestly, um, and and I've, there's a lot of judgments, a lot of issues that I have around it, and and um, you know, for instance, I I, th I thought of a you know a statement where somebody was saying that sex is the most awful, filthy thing on earth, but paradoxically, it's something that we save for someone that we love. That's totally silly. And so here we are, we're stuck, you know, let's go back to your book, because I think you address this rather eloquently. You have one of the chapters of your book, In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness, you, you talk about uh, the seven paths to surrender. And, and the first path is surrendering to your sexuality. And, and you ask the reader to become a scientist of their inner, uh, just like you, you were alluding to, uh, to watch your sexual desires, to look inside, observe your body, your beliefs, your judgments, and you know, watch your breath. And in doing so, I, I, I realized that, hey, you know, a lot of this stuff isn't really necessarily coming from my body, but it's coming from my head. Uh, I'm playing with my mind. And, and how do we differentiate uh, between the two? Well, this is a very good question, and I think it's one of the uh, very most important um, areas for anyone to uh, work on and, and contemplate over. Most of the problems that we're having in, uh, socially right now are based on the fact that our sexuality has been denied or, or considered uh, through religious conditionings to be something filthy or bad, just as you alluded to that. And the first experience of a child when they're exploring their body, it's a very natural, innocent way of a child discovering his own body or her own body. What the adult would do the moment they see a child exploring their body, most of the time, probably 99% of uh, the time, the parent will shun the child and say, this is not right, don't do it again. And uh, right away, the child gets to start thinking that it's wrong to feel my body. It's something that I'm doing is wrong. So the body is wrong, my sexuality is wrong. And and um, if, if I remember you telling me once actually that this was also your experience with, with your mother where she actually... Um, punished you when 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 she caught you the first time when you were exploring your body so mm. this all already th that's the first stamp that we put on our children stating that sex is bad now why does the parent do that because their parents have done it to them and because they've heard priests saying that sex is sin and without really revealing that behind behind the closed doors the person who condemns sex is actually the one who abuses others or, or children. It's, it's just a completely, how to say this, it's a very dishonest way of presenting the, something that God gave us as a natural gift. Because mm -hmm. without sexuality, we will not be able to experience divine. If we do not, if we have difficulty experiencing sex freely, then that's how we divert the energy into perversions. The perversions right. exist because the sexual energy does not flow naturally. Let's, let's hang on to this because uh, we're, we're getting into the, the, the meat and bones of the matter of this, 
Really interesting topic, sex. Uh, we're coming up to our first break, so uh, we'll come back in a little while. You're listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata, and uh, we'll be right back after this. personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Modadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. If you've tried many different wellness methods and still feel stuck, the Lightspeed Dalian Method for Health and Consciousness is your answer. This bullseye technique is a revolutionary new model for healing and awakening. The Dalian Method can help you heal your fear, pain, and ailments within minutes. It's ideal for people who are ready to transform their unconscious and live joyously in the present. To book your private session with Mata, the founder of this method, visit DalianMethod.com. Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert and Mata explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggle with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, anxiety, self-loathing, and fear of death. During the show, Mata and Albert discuss what comes to pass on the journey of awakening and the work that we need to do to transform our unconscious and find our true being. Through her compassionate guidance and ability to accurately read the repressed beliefs, thought forms, and emotions in the person's unconscious, Mata answers callers' questions regarding their personal challenges, giving specific suggestions to help them heal into consciousness. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time for Healing into Consciousness Radio. The In Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian method. And fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mata. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at DalianMethod.com. 
right, we're back with Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. And I should mention before we get uh, back into the conversation, Mata, that if anybody has a question in regards to uh, sex or uh, any other topic, uh, but primarily if we can focus on sex today, um, you can call uh, and speak to Mata personally with your question at 1-800-930-2819. That number again is 1-800-930-2819. If you are on the homepage of Transformational Talk Radio, you can uh, give us an instant feedback with your name, location, and your question. And we can also um, field your queries that way. Uh, I do have some questions here, but I wanted to pick up on this uh, topic a little bit more, Mata, in, in the sense of the importance of healing our sexuality. Because from what I understand, if we are a little busted in this area, it really becomes difficult for the spiritual journey to continue in the sense of uh, somebody moving up in their chakras to, you know, the higher chakras. So to transcend this kind of lower business, the lower chakras, the, the first has to be healed, right? This is the foundation. Am I correct? That's, that's absolutely correct. And um, what I'd like to mention, actually, if we can think of our sexuality as the first, the first experience of energy or internal energy, because normally uh, we experience that energy on our own, but uh, the, the sex, sexuality or that attraction to the other sex, the opposite sex, creates, creates a certain new energy experience. And that new energy experience needs to be, we need an education to how to actually learn to experience that energy so that the first experience is a positive and uh, life-enhancing and uh, a beautiful experience that could set the foundation for the rest of your life because that's uh, how you're going to relate with the member of the opposite sex, that's how you're going to relate and share your life with someone. And 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 we are social beings. We all need we, we need each other. It's very difficult to live like an island because our spiritual transformation, in a way, depends on each other. Everybody's like a mirror and helps us in one way or the other. And when it comes to sexuality, it's good to keep in mind that there are, I would say, 7 billion opinions about sex and sexuality because each person experiences it in a unique way that is very specific to themselves. Mm -hmm. And based on how they've experienced their sexuality the first time would set the stage to how far they can actually move the energy higher through the chakras and how loving they can be and how accepting of life and how generous with life and with their energy. So sexuality is very, very important topic and it's something that's been very much ignored also because there's fear, people are afraid of death. And we have to remember that sex and death are two sides of 
the, the two extremes of life. And they both are very, very important. I would say the most important parts of life. And if we deny one part, we're obviously denying the other part. So if we're afraid of sex, we will be afraid of death. If uh, we're afraid of, of death, we'll be afraid of sex. Right. You, you kind of answered my, my question that I had in regards to what you cover in your book, In Search of the Miraculous. And that was, how does the sur surrendering to one's sexuality prepare you to surrender to life, death, and existence? And, and I think you, you sort of hit the nail on the head here. Well, because one thing to, to remember, insects, if you really surrender to it and you don't have any inhibitions, you're basically open to experience whatever energy wants to do. And in that openness, you're surrendering into the unknown. And if you can surrender into the unknown through your sexuality, it will be very, diff very easy to be able to surrender to the unknown or to the unknown that death brings or death of the ego brings. Because in sex, you also surrender your ego. There is a moment where the ego completely is non-existent. This is the orgasm. That's right. So that, that, that learning of surrender of the ego. And, and that's why what's very, very important is to actually learn self-observation throughout our lifetimes, it's, it's one of the educations in our system that is completely missing, the education of self-observation. And only through self-observation is how you're going to start discovering the, these things within yourself. You're going to start discovering how um, your fears, what kind of fears you have, uh, when you close your heart, when you close your energy, uh, when your fears come in and you shrink, or when your insecurities are there and you submit into sex, even though uh, this happens often with women, even though you don't really feel that you would like to make your body available, but you submit to it and you go against yourself. And uh, oftentimes, a lot of the learning... A spiritual learning happens through this because ultimately we need to move higher through our chakras. We need to move into our power center, which is in the third chakra, so that we can start being more empowered about our, our own inner truth. But then how can we stand up for ourselves and well, for our inner truth if we don't really observe what's going on inside? Right, but the trouble is, Mata, that we are so attached to the emotion that is behind sex, right? Well, that's, uh, yes, yes and no. I would say that we're more attached to the idea. Okay. Yeah, because within, in, the, in the actual act of sex, yes, there's an attachment to the outcome. It's still the attachment to the outcome. And th this is where many times people miss the actual possibility of transforming or moving the energy higher through the chakras because they quickly go into the orgasm and the energy is dissipated. There's a little relief, but the whole body hasn't really come to a place of experiencing that full transformation. Mm -hmm. And this is where Tantra 
the true tantra, not not uh, the word tantra that many people actually use in a wrong way, especially in the West. But the true tantra teaches how to move the energy through the body, how to actually move from sex to higher consciousness. And the moment the energy moves through your body, the sexual energy is your life force. And sex wakes up the life force. Once that life force starts moving up through your body, and it can only move when you don't have any fears or inhibitions, and it moves up into your third eye and into your crown, you have a possibility of experiencing a, a surrender or an opening or, or the divine that you become one with. So that's why Osho has a book called From Sex to Superconsciousness. This is the path you can actually experience through sex, superconsciousness. Tantra is the, is the tool that teaches you how to do that. And um, Tantra goes back into the, uh, the roots are in the t in Tibetan tradition, or they, it started in India and then moved to Tibet. It's almost like anything that was not accepted started moving uh, higher into Himalayas and moved into Tibet and it became uh, a teaching where the mystics started teaching it there. Uh, in India, they have temples, they call uh, a place called Kajuraho. And they had 123 temples where um, I've been there. And, and when you look at the temples, all the temples outside are, they're all statues uh, or carvings of different pos sexual positions between a man and a woman. And they have several layers. As you look up the layers, you can see how the faces of these men and women in the statues start transforming, how their positions start transforming. And you can start actually sensing that divine quality in the faces. And this is something that right now in India, there's probably about 23 of those temples left. The rest are all in the ruins or have been completely forgotten. And this is something that we need to bring back because this kind of education will help people welcome their sexuality instead of fight with it. And actually, Mata, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little confused about the importance of celibacy and purifying your heart, especially in terms of the the spiritual journey. But I see we we're coming up to another commercial break, so hang on to this thought, and and, and maybe you can address that question when we come back on Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. <laughs> Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian method. And fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mata. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at dalianmethod.com. 
search of the miraculous healing into consciousness uh, radio show and uh, this is Albert here with Mata we are talking about uh, a mystic's point of view of sex and something that's come up in the conversation what I'm really getting from from your spiel Mata is that it is so important to acknowledge our sexuality uh, acknowledge our feelings our attitudes uh, towards it is it coming from the head? Is it coming? From, is it something that's a natural impulse uh, from our body? But then, and 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 I see how everything is kind of predicated also uh, in terms of what our conditionings uh, say to us. How how our parents sort of. Uh, treated us uh, when we were, you know, getting into puberty or, you know, as, as in my case when, you know, I was discovered uh, playing with my with myself as, a, as an eight-year-old. And, and also how, how religion uses sexuality. And, and I, I guess it's an essence of, it's on some level, is it correct to say that it's a, it's a power, it's all about power? It, it would be correct to say it's all about power because somewhere, I think also, why do we need the power? Why are we so much hungry for power is because somewhere in the background, everybody's really looking for happiness. So even those who are, who are after power, somewhere they're looking for happiness. Somewhere there is something that is missing. And one reason why sex has been denied in the Judeo-Christian, not only Judeo-Christian religious uh, arena, but also, you know, probably most, most religious, organized religions uh, deny sex or try to give you an impression that sex is sin is because if you are happy, if you're celebrating and enjoying your life, you wouldn't have any interest in religion. You wouldn't, you would naturally become religious. You wouldn't need to go and listen to a sermon because when you're happy, you're in your creativity and you're living your life fully. So in a way, if you even look at relationships, intimate relationships, very often people feel jealous of each other, even within a relationship or um, outside the relationship. Each time they feel somebody else is happy and they're not, there is this feeling of wanting to um, control that and wanting to suppress that. So it's built in, in, in every human being because there's a lack of happiness, because there's a lack of enjoyment, because our roots have been cut. What is this importance of, of celibacy, the value and the importance of being pure and celibate, not having sex? And then, and then, you know, uh, certainly priests fall into this category where, you know, this is what, if we, if we uh, look at a spiritual person, uh, we think, oh, yeah, that person's really spiritual. He's a saint. I mean, you know, he's pure. He's not having sex. But then the back door or the reality is that they're doing it behind closed doors, right? So what's going on here? <laughs> Well, this is, you know, it's it's a topic that we could talk about uh, for hours and hours and hours. So, and there's because so many what, different dimensions to everything. No, because um, what, what I'm hearing you say is accept your sexuality, uh, you know, um, work from it, uh, 
from that place. And then this other group is saying, deny it because uh, it's base, it's this. I mean, there's all sorts of value judgments on it. And the thing is, yeah, you, you see, the thing is that a person who fully accepts their sexuality and lives it is capable of celibacy. And the celibacy happens naturally. It comes naturally because it's it's like when when you play with toys, then comes a moment where you say, okay, like uh, I've played to my heart's content and now there's something else that is fulfilling me. My connection to the, to the universe is fulfilling me. My creativity and, and living that creativity, which basically makes you be like a god, that godliness within which is connected to creativity. That creativity is, is um, supersedes that desire for sex. But then for people to come to their creativity, they need to live their, their sexuality fully. And in that living it fully, celibacy happens automatically. It happens naturally. Because then you're playing with bigger energy, which is the the, crea the divine creativity that flows through you. That's where the sur you surrender. There's no more ego. And, and you become like a vehicle. And there's more joy that arises out of that kind of creativity. But in order to come to that mystics kind of experience, you need to fully start accepting your body because it's been given to you by God. Nobody else gave it to you and nobody has any right to deny you the experience that you're, you're meant to have, you've come here to have. Good. And this let's, is your let, gift. Let's get into some questions here because we, we have a few here that, that I'd like to cover and, and for you to address. We've got a question here, an email from uh, Monica in Great Britain who said, um, for those who have experienced sexual abuse and are wanting to heal the relationship to sex and its connection to the heart, can you offer any suggestions or practices one can do on his or her own to prepare for entering a sexual relationship from a place of wholeness, respect, and enjoyment? Mm -hmm. This is uh, this is a good question, and um, in order for to for um, for you to be ready to come to a place of wholeness and enter the relationship from a place of respect. First of all, what you need to do, you need to heal that feeling inside that says that I'm a victim. So with, with the sense of being a victim, you can't really share anything. You can't really be whole and give of yourself. So the first thing is to heal that um, experience. And the easiest way to heal that experience is to say to yourself, okay, I've, I've experienced sexual abuse. There must have been some kind of a reason on a bigger scale that God existence wants me to learn. What is it that I need to learn through this experience? Because every single person has some kind of a traumatic experience in their life. Some people, unfortunately, and, and um, I think I mentioned that this kind of situations happen, they're very unfortunate because our whole social structure is completely off. And this is where the sexual abuse happens because people's sexuality is completely uh, topsy-turvy. But since it's, it's uh, happened, the one way 
you cannot change it. It's happened. What you can do is you can say, okay, what is my lesson? Why did this happen to me? And ultimately, all the experiences bring us to one place of finding the place of that inner strength that you can start actually trusting yourself and living with your own, your own insight that would say, I'm, I'm going to listen to myself and I'm not going to, uh, to allow anyone to take advantage of me or, t- or tell me how I have to live my life. If you can heal that, then you'll come into a relationship in a healthy way and you'll be able to actually share and, and come from more an honest place that will not come and try to use the other to satisfy your own needs and desires because that's what the abuser has done. That's what the abuser does. They come with the, with the one need to satisfy their desires and the person who gets sexually abused somehow that's their experience that's what they learn and then that's that's how they also try uh, or learn to satisfy their desires and it becomes very manipulative so first you need to come to a place where you can find your strength and you say I don't need to compromise myself I don't need to manipulate I don't I can be true and honest with myself all and right. when you can be true and honest with yourself, then obviously you can be true and honest with others. Okay. You're uh, listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. The website uh, for Mata is uh, matadalian.com, of course, as well as healingintoconsciousness.com. And you can uh, become a fan on Facebook with Healing into Consciousness Radio. We'll be right back right after this. The In Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian method. And fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mata. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at DalianMethod.com. You're listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. I think some of the things that I'm going to take away from this today's program, Mata, is, um, again, referencing your book, I'm going to practice 
the acceptance and the understanding of my body's desires mm -hmm. and uh, its conditionings, its inhibitions uh, about sex. And I will say to myself, uh, like a mantra, that this is an undeniable part of me. And uh, whenever sexual desire arises, I will look inside and observe my body, its beliefs, its judgments about this thing called sex. How's that sound? Very good. So you, uh, that's very good. And, and the second step would be once you start observing, then you need to start trusting yourself. Yeah. So on, on trusting is, is very good as, as opposed uh, as, as uh, is uh, honesty also, right? Well, trusting yourself means that whatever starts arising naturally instead of whatever's coming from your mind, because there's a difference between the fantasy that comes from the mind about sex and the natural um, energy of the body that, that arises. So uh, it's, it's the basically physical body's need for sex. So mm -hmm. once you observe that and you can see the difference, then start trusting start trusting what's what's in the body and start listening to the body more than listening to the mind right and and sex of course is is something that you mentioned is is very uh very important on the spiritual journey as a matter of fact this is something that uh you first cover a little bit more in depth uh, on your uh, online course, uh, correct? Uh, on the online course, we would be actually, what we'll be doing is, yes, we will be covering that about the first chakra, and, and it's going to be very practical. We're going to be working with all the chakras, actually, in a, in a practical way, in a sense that we're going to be working on purifying each of the chakras. In other words, the course will be very, very individual, so I'll be working with each person and seeing what are the beliefs and thoughts that are imprinted in the energy in each chakra and giving each person specific guidance to how they can work with those to purify and erase and release those beliefs. Because once those beliefs are released, the energy will start moving automatically. And the work becomes so much easier and you don't really need to use your intellect to actually work through, uh, through the maze of all those suppressed thoughts and emotions and the beliefs. So we're going to be working through all the seven chakras this way. And each person has a, a possibility to ask individual questions. And not only that, I'll be looking in everybody's energy individually and giving them specific guidance. That's what I really love about your work, Mata, um, especially when you do this kind of stuff, is that unlike other spiritual teachers, you try to stay away from spiritual platitudes and you really get down to the nitty-gritty with this uh, unbelievable, uncanny talent, bullseye method that you have of reading people's energy. Because like you say, it's, it's, it's all about energy, isn't it? Uh, it is, and it's, it's my joy. I, actually, I enjoy to see people transform. It gives me tremendous joy because every person, each person individually being transformed or their energy being transformed into greater consciousness, they affect then people around themselves. And, uh, and this is how that energy, the higher vibration, spreads. And I think the only way it can really practically spread is when there's an actual transformation of energy within each individual. So uh, intellectual work is, is a good first step, but it's only a first step. And many people get stuck there 
uh, without really knowing what's going on inside. And this basically takes you the whole way down into the body and very quickly. Cool. That's uh, uh, for those of you who are interested, uh, May 29th, next uh, Sunday coming up. And if you'd like further information, uh, just go to modedallion.com and uh, you check out further details. One quick question we have here, if you can answer, Mata, from uh, Misha in Seattle, who asks, how do you recommend becoming more open to your body and not listening to your insecurities? One way to become more open to your body is to trust that whatever's happening inside is actually good and right. In other words, stop fighting with yourself, with your mind, because it's the mind that cuts the energy off. The body wants to do something, and the mind comes in, the conditioning comes in and says, this is not good, um, I shouldn't be seeing how I feel, uh, I should be behaving differently. So then our whole life becomes very repressed. So uh, what I would say to Misha is look inside yourself and see what is it that that you want to say? What is it that you want to communicate? And when you feel it, when you feel something, just say it, don't hold back. And the moment you express, give yourself permission to express what is actually going on inside you, what your emotions are telling you. And, and be honest with them. Don't try to, you know, paint a nice picture around them. Just say it as it is. Then you'll experience the kind of freedom that will take you to the next step and you'll feel a more expansion. And not only you would benefit, but the people you're being honest with um, and communicate honestly would benefit as well. Perfect. That, that kind of leads us uh, to a, a segue for next week's show in, in which uh, we're going to ask people to, or address people to, to step out of their limitations and follow their inner truth and, and, and ask the question, what really prevents us from freely sharing what's in our heart and mind? And, and uh, why do people have such a, a difficult time in following their inner uh, calling? Uh, mm -hmm. Or even expressing themselves honestly. I mean, uh, just think. You know, <laughs> we think of the governor in California who who really got caught with his pants down. I mean, if he was in a situation where he could be honest, if anybody, everybody could be honest with how they feel, what a better world uh, and, and an easier, less stressful, Sturm and Drang world we would have. Uh, would you not agree? Mm hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well. Always a pleasure, Mata, talking with you. You are indeed a, a bona fide modern-day mystic, a spiritual guide, and truly a master healer who really, really knows what's happening inside uh, people's energy. And uh, God bless you. Thank you, Thank Albert. You. And yeah, so hopefully um, our listeners got something out of today. And uh, it, there's so much we could talk about. But uh, yeah, please, if you want yeah. more information, uh, we ask you to visit Mata's uh, website at matadalian.com and healingintoconsciousness.com. And of course, uh, we'll be back here next week and we'll do it all again. Thank you so much for uh, listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. And I'd like to mention that probably we can uh, we can post a couple of resources for you also on Healing Into Consciousness Radio on a Facebook page that you can read or listen to because I wanted to mention a couple of names and resources for you. So we'll we'll do that on a Facebook page. Perfect. Thank you so much. 
Okay, have You've a good day. You've been uh, listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, or the No Yes Active Meditation CD, visit www.dalianmethod.com. That's www.dalianmethod.com. Oh.